Welcome to today's Newsroom Special with Liam Riley. With less than six months to go until March the 29th, speculation continues among politicians and commentators as to what Brexit will mean for travelling to the EU from the UK. The outcome of this is a nation confused. The confusion spreads across areas such as passports, both human and pet, European health insurance cards and their validity, whether there will be a need for an international driving permit, a visa to travel and even what it could mean for duty-free goods. With so much confusion and no sight yet of a deal or no deal position, who should we be listening to and where should we be going for knowing information and facts? Joining us to tell us what it is we do know for certain and some practical tips and advice are President of the AA Edmund King and independent travel expert Simon Calder. Edmund, can you tell us what the research told us about the confusion Brits are suffering from regarding post-Brexit travel? Yeah, basically the research told us that many British travellers are a bit confused. So, for example, just over 40% were unsure if you'd be able to drive in the EU on a UK driving licence post-Brexit. The irony is that that wasn't 100% because it hasn't actually been decided yet. So the current situation is your UK driving licence is valid and it will remain to valid after Brexit. The question arises whether in addition to your UK licence you'd need an international driving permit and that hasn't been decided yet. But even if you do, it will be relatively simple. You'll be able to go to a post office, pay £5.50, show them your current licence and you'll get an international driving permit. So in terms of motoring confusion, that was the main one. Mm. The second one was over car insurance. Will my UK car insurance cover me in Europe post-Brexit? And again, the good news is, yes, it will. And as today, what we advise is before going abroad, contact your insurance company uh, because you'll automatically get uh, third-party fire and theft cover in Europe, uh, sometimes to upgrade it to fully comprehensive. You have to pay a small fee. Sometimes it's included. But contact your insurance company. And the unknown there is whether you'll also need a green card. And again, the green card just basically translates your insurance policy into an, in, into a European one. So th- those are the main uncertainties for drivers. Mm. And Simon, is there anything we already know that will be different when it comes to travelling to mainland Europe after Brexit? Well, we know that our passports will continue to be valid, even though they say European Union on the front cover, they will be valid as British travel documents until their expiry date. So no need to get a new passport. What we do not know is what you will need to do in order to go to the European Union. Um, A lot of people in the travel industry think uh, that it will, at least initially, remain pretty much the same as now. But there's no certainty. Mm. Um, And while there's no need for people to renew their passports now, if you're going, for instance, any time up to the 29th of March 2019, um, your EU passport is valid anywhere in the EU up to and including the date of expiry. But if you're planning to go maybe on an Easter trip or a, a summer holiday and your passport is due to expire, say, the middle of next year, it might well be worth early next year getting a new passport because then you'll know that you won't fall foul of any minimum stay requirements that uh, come into effect. Another aspect lots of people are really interested in is the European Health Insurance Card. At mm. the moment, it gives you reciprocal health care, which means if you fall, in a, fall ill abroad, then you're entitled to medical treatment on the same basis as uh, local people um, 
and, and that generally means at, at very low or no cost at all, um, the it appears to me that that will not continue to be valid once we leave the EU. But the British government has said, look, we want something pretty much the same. So therefore, uh, well, just wait and see, as with so much to do with Brexit. Mm. So anyone who has booked a holiday into Europe after March, there's not too much to worry about. Lots and lots of people have booked. Um, it's absolutely fascinating to see how all the operators, whether they're Eurotunnel, the airlines, um, all sorts of people are saying, uh, yep, our bookings are through the roof. More people want to go abroad next summer than, than we've ever had before. Um, so, yes, we will continue to travel. The exact arrangements are still not clear. And there might be a bit of kerfuffle uh, around the actual date of uh, departure. Um, that there are hopes that transition arrangements will stay in place, which means that actually nothing much happens. Um, we simply don't know yet, but uh, uh, rest assured that as, as the date draws ever closer, there will be, I hope, more clarity about what we need to know. Mm, we hope indeed. Edmund, do you have any other tips or advice for people who might still be worried or confused? Yeah, the basic thing, go, go ahead as, as planned. One little thing that I would say pe- people should get is a GB sticker to put on their car because currently some registrations have a European Union flag uh, on it, so a GB sticker would help. And then really do the things that you would do anyway. Take out travel insurance, look to get European breakdown cover because if your car does conk out in the middle of France, it would take about £2,000 to repatriate it if you're not covered. And then check on the rules of regulations for each country, and they vary slightly, but things like you need a reflective jacket in France, you need a warning triangle, um, you need some, a, a small portable breathalyzer in the car as well. And all those things are on the AA.com website, and you can get other travel information on the Eurotunnel, the shuttle website as well. And Simon, any last advice from you? Lots and lots of people like to drive to the continent with their pets. And uh, uh, really interesting that Eurotunnel say that um, one in nine of the cars last summer going through the Channel Tunnel from Folkestone to Calais contained a dog. Um, Now, there's still no certainty about what will happen in terms of the uh, passports for pets schemes. In the past few days, DEFRA, which organises this, has uh, issued advice about what might be needed in the event of a no-deal Brexit, saying that that's an unlikely event. It will still be possible, but there will be extra hoops to jump through. And so, therefore, if you're planning an Easter trip um, with with your your dog or your cat or indeed your ferret, then it will be well worth um, finding out um, uh, in good time what else is required in order for them to join you on your holiday. Right, and once again, if people do want to find out more information, where would you recommend they go? There's an awful lot of information online. If you tap in passport expiry, Brexit, insurance, anything you want to, you'll get um, all kinds of um, information. I am sticking very firmly to what is known, what's in the public domain, what the government has provided. But a couple of good sources include the AA, which has... all the stuff that motorists need to go uh, need to know if you're going to to France or or Spain or wherever, and then um, companies such as Eurotunnel, whose business is uh, taking people to Europe and back, uh, they also have uh, more specialist advice. But uh, um, be be um, circumspect about uh, 
non-reputable sources because there's quite a lot of nonsense online. <laughs> well, thank you both for talking to us, and I suppose we'll wait to see what happens. We will. Brilliant. Thanks, Liam. Great. Thanks so much. Bye. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.